Welcome to the Emma Gunn Show, Kelly Barfoot. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Emma. Thank you for having me on. I feel very privileged. <laughs> well, it's so nice. It's so nice to speak to you. So you and I met each other recently because I was gifted one of the box fresh vegetable or fruit and vegetable boxes, and was absolutely blown away by it. And then started became a customer myself. And then we were chatting on Instagram. And I thought it might be quite a lovely feel-good habit episode to share with listeners your your story, how you feel good, because you are the founder of a business, you're the founder of Box Fresh, yeah. and you're doing amazing things. As a busy mum, there's a lot going on. So what's what's your story? Um, yeah, well, yeah, everything you said is kind of, kind of how it is. Um, and... Yeah, starting a business in my 40s is, is, is a challenge with, with, with everything. But that's not to put anyone off. I want anyone to feel really excited. And, <laughs> and um, it's never too late and positive about that. But dur- during running a business or a family or what, you know, habits are so important in our life. And finding feel-good habits is not always easy. Um, I think when we spoke before, uh, we can, as humans, we're wonderful creatures of habit, but we will maybe go to ones that are not so good for us. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, it's, it's, it's just how we are. But, but finding the feel good in a habit that really helps us. Uh, I think once you, once you get the feeling, that's what it is, you get the feeling from that habit, it kind of makes you want to do it again. And, and, and I know you've got into exercise, but it's like that with every little thing, whether it's finding a bedtime routine, um, how we eat, uh, how, we, how we speak to ourselves, all, all those things. It's a habit, isn't it? And once you keep doing that um, and finding those without making them huge, I think we try and I go, I'm going to change everything all at once and have all these amazing feel-good habits. And now I just feel like a failure because I'm not achieving them. So I think it's one at a time. And I've, over my life, found things that help and guide me day to day. And I don't always achieve them, by the way. This isn't a, you know, we're not, we're not winning all the time, but they definitely help me in, in my life and, and, and coping, I think, with, with everything. A good point. Habits are nothing but useful. Okay, so where are we starting? What's your first feel good habit? Um, well, uh, exercise for me, it's it's just part part of me now. I went to performing arts school, so dance and movement and how that makes you feel has just been with me forever. So um, from having sort of, I then became a personal trainer, so having babies and finding that as my body has got older and lots of changes, I have kept that with me constantly. And um, the last year I would say has not been easy with the pandemic exercise has definitely taken a back seat. And, and I, I feel that, you know, I, I'm bringing that definitely has, I've had to bring that back in and how maybe I help those habits. People get these habits themselves, like stress, sleep, routine, and I think with exercise, people can take it the wrong way or get the wrong idea that it's like full on and 
um, it takes our energy and but it's totally the other way it's it just feeds us and again if someone could take that in a magic pill people we want everything in this you know quick fix but just find the habit and whatever that is whether it's walking like you say you're going to you know if you're going out in the park um, finding an exercise type that suits you and makes you feel good then grab it with both hands and try and do it I would say five times a week, three times a week, you know, make that movement, make it part of your day. And, you know, I've had lots of clients over the, over the years and but even my children or even my husband I work with, you know, when we're, we're head on in and lots is going on, it's, we need to go and do something. You know, we, we haven't given, we haven't given our bodies um, the time that then feeds our mind and gives us just, just a break it. But, but as you, you know, you've now got into exercise you know and I how does that make you feel you know it's I know it's 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 important yeah totally I mean I have always exercised but I've never really connected to why I was exercising other than to lose weight whereas now it's that thing of wake up in the morning what exercise do I need today where's my head at yeah how am I feeling yeah and the weight loss or whatever other thing will come as a result of you exercising you know make your reason um, bigger make the reason more about how it makes you feel and mm. what's going on in here and I think if we change the reason um, we're going to be more motivated but exercise for me and yeah is and I think everyone this last year haven't they kind of found you know online exercise webisodes you know zoom videos with exercising has become huge and um home equipment you couldn't get hold of it and I think this is fabulous this is people realizing we can all find 30 minutes to get our bodies moving do you know in the first three months of lockdown apparently sales online sales of fitness equipment went up by about six thousand percent globally yeah I don't don't think you could get hold of any it was just sold out sold out (laughs) yeah everywhere except for those resistance bands which is why I was for ages I was waiting you got those I was waiting for dumbbells to come back in stock. I had these dumbbells that I really wanted. And then in the end, they still didn't come back into stock. Or when they did, they were flying. Mm. So I just bought yeah. this and I've been very happy with that. Okay. What about habit number two, my friend? Um, food. Uh, I know this is an obvious one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, this has, is a big part of my life, um, as well as running a food business. But again, that really good how that makes me feel, how, what I eat, um, and how that makes me feel absolutely has been tested this last year when we've worked strange hours or even being a parent and you're short of time and you grab something and it sounds a cliche, but food is my my mood changes. You know, I, I know it's so important, um, what I eat, but also cooking and, is kind of part of the process. It puts me in a good mood. You know, if I'm feeling a little bit sort of um, zapped of all my energy and feeling a bit brain fuzzed, um, I'll do like a batch cooking session at home and fill the freezer with stuff because I, it, I just feel good, you know, and it, it's your plan. You, you know, you know that you've got stuff in the freezer for the week and it just leaves you feeling you've turned your mood around into, you know, doing something positive um but also cooking for people you know when we could have people I love cooking and I 
I like the feeling it gives other people. Um, there's a lot of pleasure with food and feeding, um, feeding the family. You know, we always have people over and people say, Kelly, why, do you, why are you doing this? You know, we've got a big family. This is really stressful. But I just, I, it just sort of puts me in a, in a happy place. And there's a lot of pleasure around. Even I, I think I've heard you talk, talk, to, um, talk, talk to Dr. Rupi and it was the process of chopping and, mm. you know, getting all the ingredients out and people sort of saying, oh God, you're not too busy for that. But there's, that's part of it. You know, you feel this, you know, it's part of a kind of not weird meditation, but I think it is. No, you it go is. in a space and, and I've got, you know, I've got all these carrots to chop and all these onions and um, you're just in the zone and there's something, it makes me feel very, very positive. And yeah, so food yeah, is... Something- there's something about the brain is in a trance state actually more than you might think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that puts you into sort of a higher state of trance, which is actually apparently a very good gear for the brain to be in. Um, do you have oh, any good. signature dishes uh, that you, like if your friends get an invitation, are they going to be like, is she going to do that dish again? You got any signatures? Um, I do a very good chili, uh, plant-based chili. Uh, which is really nice if you're having lots of people because you can make lots of other like, you know, nachos and guac and salsas and, you know, it's, I always, it's always kind of sharing food, um, a nice paella, things mm. that I can get lots of veg in. My kids love the plant-based cottage pie that I cook, things that are, um, yeah, we love tacos and fajitas and those kind of things with, yeah, the kids like spicy food, so um, a good curry. Yeah, <laughs> we're quite always, a foodie family. We like. <laughs> have you always been plant based, or was that when did that mm-hmm. happen? Um, three years ago. Um, so when I was at school, the meat wasn't great, so I kind of didn't eat it there. Um, and then I decided just not really to to eat it, but I did eat fish and and cheese. And then sort of having the children started getting me looking on the back of packets and I really got into what was in food and, uh, you know, was definitely more conscious of what I was buying. And then I married into a farming family. My husband's family are vegetable farmers. So uh, I was connected to lots of fresh fruit and vegetables and then running a, starting a food business, I went to lots of events and just kind of fed my mind with more information that we just need to eat more veg mm. so I kind of said to the kids one day I came home from an event in London and I said um I'm not going to eat these things anymore but don't worry mummy will cook whatever you know still what you guys like and then I just converted all their favorite meals mm. plant-based and the minute they they were like mum this is amazing or that's not so good <laughs> um <laughs> don't do that one again and we just went from there so um and I just felt better for it. I say how I felt better in a womanly sense. Uh, I'm 46. So um, all my monthly symptoms went away. And that was really good for me. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, but it was not a major change for me because we, we predominantly, um, right. you know, plant-based anyway. So it was... It was just converting, you know, we still have pizza. We still have, yeah, spag bowl and we still have a roast dinner and we still have those things. We just sort things around. So I, I didn't create anything weird and wonderful. I just focused on what my family love and tried to 
convert that so they still love it and make life easy so and now there's so many things available mm-hmm. life is very easy isn't it it's not it's not yeah, difficult it, really it's been such a shock actually almost to how easy it's been to eliminate meat from my diet um which i which i wasn't expecting but also it's interesting what you say about how it affected basically women's health for you how it affected your monthly symptoms because that's definitely been something a few people have said to me is that they definitely felt like PMS was less severe or they got less cramping or migraines I suffer really badly with migraines okay at the same time every month and the last two months touch wood since I've really made a concerted effort I haven't had anything like the migraine that I've had previously and even I would say four months ago I had a migraine where I spent the entire day in bed and I hadn't done that for years I mean entire day in bed sort of feeling very sad and upset about being in bed and like (laughs) yeah that's not good kneeling on the floor with my head down just because I would just all these weird things like if someone had walked in they would have been like Emma you're really not well but (laughs) but as I said I haven't had that for a few months so that's interesting so anyway yeah um what is habit number three oh um let me um, I've got really into body brushing. I'm going to say this. Uh-huh. Um, it's not a major habit, but it's it's it has become a habit. And again, you know, um, during lockdown, we were I was working lots and lots of hours and kind of not neglecting oneself, but you know, going to work in the dark, coming home in the dark, <laughs> putting clothes back on, and then it was like, oh, life's slowly getting back to normal. I think we need to deal with what's going on here. And I've always had a body brush, but I've literally left it by my bed now. And um, morning and evening before showering, I'm just really got into it. And it sort of sort of invigorates the skin, the, my skin, this, this, my skin tone and sort of the whole feel of it is just really lovely. So it's kind of um, spread through the office and everybody has got a body brush <laughs> we're, all, we're all doing this body brush thing which is um it's a small habit it's not a major you know because sometimes we just need those small things that we do in a day um and everyone's like what's yours like is yours this this rough am I is this is this what it should feel like it hurts and I'm like yeah it is quite hard it should feel and your skin should get quite pink and red but kind of brushing upwards towards the heart I don't know if you body brush Emma do you do that I do I have so much guilt around body brushing though because it's oh no I'm sorry (laughs) no no it's one of those things that I've recommended to people time and time again because I do in also in trials and for things like uh cellulite reduction it was proven to be far better than any topical lotion or anything like that yeah um but I used to say oh yeah get a body brush get a body brush and I remember when I worked on a magazine one of the girls who I'd said get a good a body brush she came in the next day and she basically like savaged her skin and she was red raw and Oh and no, I, I think that's a bit hot. Yeah, maybe no, it's a bit. That's not the way it should be. Like she shouldn't, <laughs> no. she shouldn't basically be like checking her, <laughs> her seat for blood stains. But um, I remember having a treatment at Neil's Yard years ago, the Neil's Yard yeah. in Clapham Junction, and the woman who did the uh, treatment, dry body brushing treatment, said it should feel as light as a cat's paw. So actually the benefits of it are being very yeah. light-handed. Yeah. But it can be very tempting to sort of, you know, really scratch. Listen, you might be able to hear I'm like slapping my arms. Yeah. Um, it's actually apparently you you move more of the lymph and everything like that if you're much yeah. more gentle. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna keep that in mind. So light as a cat's paws. Light as a cat's paws. Yeah. Mine definitely doesn't I think my brush is maybe a bit 
yeah I'm gonna think about that tonight yeah but body brushing so I, that's one of the small habits that I've I've I'm also interested that you do it in the evening because I always thought it was a morning thing because it's it can actually wake you up have you found that or do you actually yeah. find it's quite good for winding down I think nothing would keep me awake at night <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm a really I'm really good at going to sleep <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't have yeah, I don't have a problem with with going to sleep at all. Okay, well, no. you spend a lot of time, I guess, like, I don't think, there's always that thing, isn't there? If you go to the sea, or you spend time yeah. outside, you sleep like a yeah. log. So yeah. I guess you must spend a lot of time in the fresh air. Yeah, I live, we live right by the sea as well. So, um, and then, yeah, so, and I, I haven't really ever had trouble sleeping. So, but, um, no so I mean it's not really late I do it and if then I then jump in the shower have a bath it's nice and relaxing and good you know yeah so it's fine I like that (laughs) because I do think body brushing is kind of underrated and it's again it's one of those things I'm really glad you mentioned it in the context of a habit because it's about consistency it's about doing it every day and that's when you really get the payoff yeah 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 some people go oh well I've done it but I've kept it in the cupboard in the bathroom and I'm like no just have it like right by the bed so it's sort of right there because any any habit has to be consistent, doesn't it, to kind of benefit? That's hundred percent. That's kind of yeah. However annoying that is, I know <laughs> people find that irritating. It'd be great so. to do it just once and get all of those benefits in one go. Yeah, that's not um, going to happen. What's habit number four? Um, music in my life is a big thing. Um, if my kids were here to tell you, music in the car, music at home. Um, maybe it comes from my time in London when I was younger out dancing you know but it's it's just an energy that I love so if I'm cooking music's on um so yeah anything kind of um funk disco Trevor Nelson's Rhythm Nation show I that's I absolutely love so yeah, that is a big, big part of my life. And the kids know that sort of, oh God, that's mum's Spotify playlist, you know, <laughs> she goes. But it's sort of spreading into the kids because especially my youngest, she sort of has got a very unusual sort of music repertoire that she loves and uh, she, you know, sings along and I'm like, oh God, what have I done to her? <laughs> She's, you know, but yeah, m- music is, is something that gives you a feeling, isn't it? Um, and music gives me, uh, it's, it's something I always have on. And I it's sort of whether it's um, I don't necessarily think it's needs to be the noise. It's it's that it's a real it's relaxing, and it's even if it's sort of loud. And the kids are often telling me, "Can you turn the music down, Mum?" <laughs> <laughs> but but, me, but yeah, music music is um, music is a big thing in my life, and I like it. It's a uh, it's good. So. Yeah, but, um, I have been wanging on. My poor friend Inga keeps getting text messages because I keep listening to the live concert of Sign of the Times, Prince Sign of the Times, and that. Oh, is so yeah. Weird. So I tend but to you, gorge on music. So I will go through fits and starts of like a few weeks yeah. ago, it was Harry Styles nonstop. Now it's Prince. <laughs> but that's quite nice because you're in the zone, aren't you? I mean, I'm like that with live music in general. Like, we, I took my mum to see Andrea Bocelli when, you know, and it was, I just cried. And now if I see him on the, you know, on Sky Arts, you know, it's lovely when he was, you know, doing a concert, it just creates such a feeling mm. for me that emotionally I'm just like, 
I'm there and some people are not connected to music like that it doesn't ignite anything in them does it but I I'm a bit sort of this I'll eat, watch listen to lots of something in one go you know I'm into I don't know you know yeah Shaka Khan and I'll listen to loads of that and then it's you know but it's nice if it if it puts a smile on your face and gives you that feel-good feeling that's 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 what it's that's what it's about isn't it 100% if I only have to listen to like the opening three three chords of a Black Crows song and immediately I'm 16 again and I think I'm going to become a rock star (laughs) it just happens in a moment it's like it ignites an emotion yeah and that's yeah I think sometimes with habits people feel it's a lot of doing whereas and then that create in their minds they're like oh that's a lot of hard work whereas some habits require us to put a lot of effort in and some habits are just giving us time to absorb. And I think you absorb mm. music and that's a really nice thing. Okay. How are we, how are we rounding off your habits, uh, my friend? Um, probably I should mention my family. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, 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 my children and my husband. Um, yeah. Type time together, which is not, even though we've had lockdown time together is a, is a really important one. And um we we're, we're a very close family but now they're getting older teenagers we're getting a bit more sort of separated because they don't always want to be with us so that's um kind of eating together habits that we do together are I'd say important to me and I think they're important to them you know they kind of know that we do things um, and especially the second lockdown we were all very much together and I think we learned a lot about each other because we all literally couldn't see anyone you know this that's recent lockdown was really tough and um, Christmas was just us but I think we created new habits with each other and became a lot more tolerant and um, you know my son's 18 my other two daughters are 17 and 13 and that's it's not always an easy environment but we ended up sort of really reflecting and loving that time together Mm. and that can be as easy as you know we love playing backgammon um yeah cooking together walking to the beach watching them you know and the kids were going is this all we can do and I said yeah but this is it and let's be comfortable with just it you know um you know it was freezing we had the coldest you know nothing was we didn't have one of those mild winters but I think yeah taking really simple stuff that's happened and I like us doing stuff together as a family and I think the kids have um found that's important as a habit for them too so as a family that's what we try to do it's never perfect I you know do want to (laughs) reiterate but I think um and I've definitely lowered my expectation in that because we can want to create these lovely things as a family and it's never quite what we expect so um yeah I think that's that's important that's really interesting actually about lowering expectations I wonder whether that that has helped some people in lockdown the fact that lots of variables were no longer applicable. I wonder whether changing one's expectations to actually not expect wonderful things to constantly happen. I wonder if that actually led to people feeling more content. Oh, yeah. I mean, I hope so. I, I think definitely for me it did because we we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, our expectations of the future were totally out of our hands. And we're, we're, we're using energy thinking about that and, and that's human we, you know we all do that it's even when we try not to um but just removing the expectation 
removes the anxiety or helps with the anxiety and us just being content with those simple things you know and I and I know it's takes it back to basic things but if that's all we had wasn't it the last year you know we couldn't yeah I haven't put going on holiday as my healthy habit because that's really not been there (laughs) you know things that we would normally love to do I think we found new habits my habits are, are things much simpler um because they're definitely definitely not going to Ibiza and doing all the you know do you know you know all the or other things that we would that we would see as things that we love and going out for dinner and doing it's just not been part of our life so I wanted to use habits that have been relevant really for the last year yeah the stuff that's right in front of you enjoy it just take it because you know one day maybe it won't be there and we'll all be maybe thinking oh life was life was a little bit simpler wasn't it or Mm -hmm. I don't you know I think it so yeah definitely finding um habits and the simple stuff and I think we'll get a lot from them. I love those. Those are great habits, Kelly. Thank you. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've really enjoyed those. I now feel as though Box Fresh should have a Spotify playlist. <laughs> I think we might have to do one. I think the, the office would go insane because they're like, oh, here she goes again. No, but yeah, I, I should have... You should have certain recipes that have a certain playlist, like 20 minutes okay. to prepare, 20 minute funk playlist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were actually looking at that because you just put kind of the um, QR codes on the recipes and uh, we were we were thinking of putting some tunes on there to help you get cooking. So, um, but yeah, and, and, and running a business with my team, it's, you know, um, sometimes they, they will pick up on my habits and it kind of spreads. And if those make other people feel good, um, and they take tiny bits of that and fit that into their life. So I really share openly um, with that. You know, it's, it's, we're, we're a very small but open team. And it's lovely that that can be spread and make it make other people feel good. And they can take yeah. those things on. So we all need that right now. Oh, it's lovely. Thank you so much for sharing these listeners. I'll obviously put the link thank to you. Kelly and Box Fresh in the show notes. But Kelly, thank you for being my guest. Thank you so much, Emma. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM. 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.